Hello guys, it's uh, Ed Draper on Saturday evening, just um, arrived for work actually at Sky Sports News and just wanted to post a few thoughts and questions more than anything um, and queries about the West Ham United situation. If you're uh, not familiar with this, West Ham United, Premier League team based in the east of London who recently moved from kind of storied uh, traditional smaller stadium they had in East London to the former Olympic Stadium now renamed the London Stadium but there have been three pitch invasions today during the match which was a defeat um, no surprise there I guess if you're new to the story it was a, it was a losing a match against uh, a team called Burnley and after the first goal went in I think there's one uh, fan went onto the pitch two other fans went onto different parts of the pitch there was altercations one physical relatively physical I believe with Mark Noble um, who is a very much local uh, product of the West Ham youth ranks from East London himself from the local area West Ham fan um, a physical altercation there I just wondered why why if West Ham United fans could listen to this or fans otherwise why the kind of the, the supposition that the players don't want to win aren't doing enough the anger towards the directors because the, the club's um, director's box was assailed verbally um, I believe director one of the co-owners of the club David Sullivan was escorted out by security before the end of the match and it kind of just wonders why what do we get from it to have that much emotional investment to the point of sheer rage and the rageful scenes the, the, the kind of contemplation of defeat that things aren't going so well um, what the expectation of of glory is, what fans want, what they expect, um, and kind of is it good for us to be sports fans? Because kind of unequivocal on here about the positives of being a player. You know, all of us playing, participating in sport, the character building aspects of it, the I guess resilience, the teamwork, um, the drive to be better, to hone your skills, to produce, to be in the moment, um, to focus on what's in front of you and to get over results, defeats, to move forward, to um, network, to meet people, to understand people, to work together, to synchronise, to have synergy, to be bigger than the sum of your parts, to work and gel with people, all that kind of stuff, which is good for real life skills. That's why I still play sport now. I think it benefits aspects of that as well, as well as being a great escape from real life. But I just wonder whether this investment you see in sport sometimes where it kind of drives anger and vitriol and people to behave in a way that surely they don't behave in everyday life, screaming and shouting at people, surely having the temerity of, of not being able to win, I guess. West Ham United, you know, which is a slightly strange case in point because you're not talking about Manchester United here, you're talking about a team that in my lifetime I don't think has won a trophy. And there's a lot of romanticism around it. I think they won the FA Cup just before I was born, but there's a lot of romanticism around the club in terms of uh, providing a lot of the players and certainly key players for England in the 1966 World Cup which England won the one time they won it although hopefully this summer that will change as an England fan but that goes to the case in point about emotion I remember crying when England got knocked out of the World Cup in Italia 90 the first one I remember really um, and is it good for us is fandom good for us West Ham fans is it, does it make you feel healthy and also kind of about acceptance of change because as I mentioned the stadium change that seems to be something that the fans hold against the owners as being a negative thing a break with tradition and history but I guess life teaches us whether it's our own personal lives as we grow up go through relationships go through school university move on to different pastures or the path of history the recorded history that we've got in front of us you know Romans, Greeks um, medieval times 
industrial revolution you know things change life changes a pace it's particularly at the moment the internet and everything you know we know that our lives have changed massively the last 10 years so for west ham i just wonder can they accept the change is it necessary for the whole club to accept the fact they have moved and yes upton park bowling ground whatever you call it was a kind of storied romantic venue had a great cauldron like atmosphere and maybe the current venue even though it has twice the capacity or more of fans and potential revenue there for the club it um doesn't have that intensity perhaps it's a long way from the pitch the crowd things like that people say it's a distance but i guess is it going to change that's the question is it will you go back can you retrace their steps or is it a case of finding acceptance you know i've got a mate who took years and possibly still is broke up with a girl in 2003 struggled told us five years later he wasn't over her and i think it was an ego thing but that affected his life. I just think, can you let it affect your life, the fact that club's moved, when it's not going to change, not going to happen? Um, what do you want from the owners? What do you expect from the owners? Do you not believe, even those guys, David Gold and David Sullivan, are from East London, you know, proclaim to be West Ham fans? Do you believe they don't want the same thing? Do they want West Ham to be successful? Are they just profiteering? Because typically it was a, a cynicism in English football, looking at the revenues, that overseas owners are simply interested in the the extrinsic benefits, the money, rather than the glory, which um, you'd think people connected to the area, to seasoned businessmen with money, like David Gold and David Sullivan, surely they have that emotional aspect to it. And they want to to win for that kind of emotional involvement and that commitment and that glory to the community in the area, which I guess is a good aspect of fandom, isn't it? You know, when you look at it as a connection to community, it's a hobby, it's ability to socialise, meet friends, to have shared interests, and also, I guess, to bring different aspects of community together. You look at East London, very diverse, religions, race, all that kind of stuff, so a positive aspect to it. But I just wonder about fandom sometimes, and we take it to extremes. Is it a positive aspect addition to our lives, or is it something that breeds negative emotions? Um, I just wonder what the resolution is, what the positive step is, because David Moyes, the West Ham manager, has said that clearly a case in point that the uh, the players need the fans to be supporting them, not going to relax with a torrent of negative abuse coming their way, even as professional as they are. And I believe, you know, the supposition they're not winners, they don't want to win either, the players, because maybe some of them are considered mercenaries. Well, professional pride has got them to where they are now, wanting to win, to be winners, to get it in a fiercely competitive sport, to make it professionally football, as you know, and I know, not getting past semi-pro stage, that it's hard. And um, these guys want to win. I think for personal and professional pride, if not the same emotional investment in the club and the community that people who've grown up in that area and support the club have. That's just the reality, I guess. But I think they all want to win. The manager wants to win. Surely the directors want to win, even if it's financial gain. They want to be doing well because that translates into marketing, sponsorship, revenue from winning competitions, TV money, all that kind of stuff. So everyone had a shared goal, surely. And uh, to create a synergy at the club, which is what David Moyes is talking about, getting fans behind them, um, that could be massive. And so what is the outcome of this and what can be done in the meantime to make the fans happier, to make them pull together with the the manager and the players and the directors and get on board and make, create a positive atmosphere? Because one thing's interesting that I heard, I think, a lifestyle guru, I can't remember if it was Tony Robbins or someone like that, who said... You know what, optimism and positivity does not guarantee great results, but negativity, anger, bitterness, bad energy pretty much guarantees bad results. So you may as well be positive to give yourself a shot, right? 
So what is the positive resolution to move forward to create a good vibe, good energy around around West Ham or any club really? And is it you know a bit patient, more long term objectives on the behalf of the whole club, the fans, directors? You know you look at the patience of Manchester United show which keeping hold of Alex Ferguson in the late eighties. I know people say it's a different era, but the the test is there, the proof is there that they kept with this guy who they believed in. And it yielded success in the long term, even though the first three, four years were choppy. And I just think the problem with clubs now, they keep talking about long-term ambition, which is fine, and goals, and a structure, and what they want to be, and where they want to go. But then in the short term, things go wrong over three or four games, which can be fickle by the nature of a game like football, in particular, where it's low scoring. And then you sack the manager. So, And then that long-term plan is compromised by the short term. And I think sometimes we have to go through adversity in our lives in the short term to, to get to long-term you know, success, be that in relationships or work. You probably know that in your job. I don't know about you, but mine was choppy at the outset. You get to, you have to go through a lot of adversity to get to a, a good place in your career. And I think maybe as a football club, the people like West Ham have to have to go through that in the short term to achieve what they want. When you look at the romanticism and the rose tinted glasses, which is to play entertaining football and win things, and it has to be a bit rough before the smooth. Um, but let me know what your thoughts are, what the particular animosity is there at West Ham, but fandom generally, what people think, is it a positive thing? When does, where's the line? Where does it cross from being a positive aspect to your life, something that adds to your life and something that kind of creates negative emotions and bitterness and anger and a kind of, I guess, entitlement, really, expectation that can, uh, I guess, make you very reactive emotionally and uh, even cause violence like we've seen. But yeah, guys, just my thoughts, um, sport and life, trying to connect the two here on the on the audio blog. But Ed Draper81 on Twitter, drop me a message there. We'll come back to this if people have some thoughts. Or Ed, Drape, Ed underscore Draper81 on Instagram. So I'm a sports broadcaster in the UK and just fascinated by the role of sport in life, what we can learn from sport in life, what life can teach sport and how the two interact. Um, but yeah, sad scenes for everyone, really, fans, players and directors and that unhappiness tonight at West Ham United and just wanted to get your guys thoughts on it. Cheers. Bye.